episode 154. I didn't have to look it up. I've got People it in my don't notes. know that red is good, though. Well, well in, in the recording, recording world. Are we, you're in the red. Are we on the internet? Well, not Which, now, but we will be. When, well, we will be. When we being, being in the red's got two different things. I mean, us being in the red means, yes, okay, we're recording. But, but me being in the red means I'm broke and overdrawn on my check. Well, I'm talking about in the recording world. Because oh. if you also say, no, 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 dude, you're in the red, it means you're peeking out, too. That's what my bank says all the time. No, 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 dude, you're in the red. Yeah, mine, too. Yeah. Perfect. It's a beautiful day out of the Kill J Ranch. It is. It's quite nice out there, man. It's quite nice. It's quite nice weather we're having today. We got today. some chicken thaw in the grill. Even though I just woke up. I, I like how we're starting early. Turnip greens. We're... This technically isn't starting early. I mean, dude, it's like well, I mean, we 4 usually o'clock. Record at night. <laughs> but we usually record like... Yeah. Sometimes late dark. at night. Oh, yeah. Dark but, dirty. Like right now, we're all awake, alert. Nobody's drinking. Yet. Yet. Wait. <laughs> wait. What was that, Kella? It sounded like somebody just popped a top. Well, it was probably you. And you got a spare over there was. for the, when that one's gone. Yeah, it's going to be a long podcast, so I'm locking in. I got two beers ready to go. Well, got oh, mine didn't, mine didn't spew. <laughs> I used a, use a bathroom before we started, and I'm ready to go. We got to start this episode out on a, kind of a, well, definitely a, a sad note, a sad moment. A very, very good friend of ours passed away recently, Mr. R.J. Smitherman. Uh, he's actually been on the show, otherwise known as the Oracle of Wrestling. Yeah, the Oracle that's of Wrestling. Who we called him. He that's was on episode. On uh, he was on the last episode, one fifty three. Briefly, one fifty two, because one fifty three was the Metallica. Oh, Metallicast. Yeah. So episode before last, he actually joined us briefly. Uh, I don't. And remember. we did one years ago with uh, a while back during uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend. Two years ago yeah, we did. He was, he was He's of. been on the show, but he's a regular out here at the studio the, where we hang out and stuff, even when we're not podcasting. And uh, he was born July eighth, nineteen eighty three. He passed away peacefully in his sleep, May fourth, twenty twenty one. He will be sorely missed. Um, of course, it was a shock when somebody that young passes yeah. away. He was just out here the. Hanging out with us the, the, the weekend week, before, weekend before, and uh, we were talking about the night we were all out here the night before the, the services, and we were talking about like, well, I was thinking in my head because I usually dress up at a funeral, not not wear a suit, dress up unless I'm in the services, but I usually dress like biz cash, yeah, yeah. to a to a funeral, polo, khakis, uh, well, I don't want to go something that like that, but I got a nice up, dress shirt, yeah, button up shirt, button up something shirt. like that. Summertime, yeah. I'll roll the sleeves up, but anyway. I was like, that just doesn't, uh, that doesn't sound like it fits. Didn't fit RJ. And about that time, Nikki, Sean's girlfriend, popped up in the messenger thing we have, and she said, like, I'm going to dress up for the funeral tomorrow, but I feel like I need to wear a wrestling shirt. And I was like, dang, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Let's so do I, it. I was like, let me message Whitney, because Whitney and Brad were coordinating the services along with the family and everything, and they were kind of heading up all that, so... I was like, hey, do you think it'd be appropriate like if we just wore like wrestling shirts? Because I was thinking about dressing up. I think, but I think it'd be because you know, like at Chandler's funeral, a lot of the guys wore like heavy metal t-shirts. Yeah, and stuff. band shirts. I didn't get that shirts. memo, so I just yeah. wore like a regular shirt. But a lot of people had band shirts on. And she says, absolutely, come as you are, kind of thing. And I was like, perfect. So I went and dug up my old WrestleMania t-shirt, and I, it was the WrestleMania we went to. Was that twenty-seven? I think so. Yeah. I got the yeah, WrestleMania right, twenty-seven yeah. t-shirt out. I found a secluded shirt. For Alicia to wear, which was awesome because that's the band he was in. I forgot I had that shirt. Well, yeah. you found a wrestling shirt for me to wear too. Yeah, and I got the CM Punk and shirt. And I had here. the 
I had a ricochet. Yep. And shirt, and then Sean. I can't remember what Nikki had the fiend. Had the fiend shirt. And then I can't Sean remember what Sean had. Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman Reigns. And then Wax had the Nexus shirt. Yep. Yeah. So we all wore our wrestling gear. For we all represented well. <laughs> yeah. That's we what wore I, our wrestling. Stuff. I'm sure that's what RJ would have wanted us to sh- show up with wrestling shirts on. Oh yeah. I mean that's perfect. He was yeah. looking down, smiling, best as you can, I guess. Absolutely. And, and the services got, were really good. Uh, it was at the Assembly of God in Amory. Is that yeah? Yeah. But, but yeah, we just want to give a quick tribute to our our boy. We're gonna yeah, miss him. and we were talking about like. You know, what he liked was uh, wrestling, Dungeons and Dragons, music, that kind of stuff. Those three, mainly. And I know I've done decided as a way to tribute him myself, I'm going to name my next character. I figured out a name to kind of throw his initials into the name. I thought you was going to say your next and, kid. Uh, <laughs> my next character in D&D is, is like that I play online. I th- I'm going to name him Argus, which is A-R. J U S for Smitherman. So, oh, oh cool. dude, that's pretty. Cool. I, I, it's a cool name. Please tell it's me it's a, gonna it's be a halfling because he loved playing. I've, I've, I've decided at first I was gonna make it the character because I've you know I've been working on. I had some art commission for an elf, and then I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do a halfling next, and for him because that's what he played. And then we're Almost talking always. about we're talking about running a game where I'm talking about running a game with just the friends here. Uh, and like one of his old characters, because I've got copies of a lot of his old characters well, and stuff. Well, we talked about making them my NPC, and, right? Yeah, and we're and I I was even thinking about running a game where that NPC is missing, and we've all got to go find him, you know, like or the, the party the has to go find <laughs> RJ's character. It was a, it was a character a halfling named Big John that he played that I remember the most anyway, and uh, so I'm I sure like all of his old character fun, sheets are at your you know? house. I'll come up with a whole scenario of how he's missing and how we've got to find him. and Because uh, I've got old characters of his at the house, and I may even bring more than one of his old characters in it as yeah. NPCs. Because he, he had several. You know, keep, it, keep his memory alive in ways that we can because he was just such a good guy. And, in fact, uh, he was supposed to have been at my house a week ago today to help me with some D&D stuff for a We'll get into that later for another memorial thing we're doing. And he was actually going to help me with that. And now it's kind of like left to me to do by myself. And, I mean, I'm okay with that. I can do it. But, you know, it's kind of bittersweet, man. It's, He'll it, guide you through it from the other side. Yeah. yeah. So so if you would, just take a brief moment of silence with us, which is kind of weird for a podcast. but Well, you know. <laughs> I had to sit very still because my chair squeaks all the time. Every time I move. Yeah. I don't think it's your chair. You keep saying it's your chair, but it doesn't happen to anybody else. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like anything other than a squeaky chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raising my glass. Toast yeah, to there RJ. we go. Let me get my drink. We'll be talking about him a lot more, but oh yeah, I just want to yeah. touch on that real quick. Is that just gone happened. but never forgotten? Probably Absolutely. even more during this episode for him. So, raise a glass, anybody that's got him, unless you're driving down the road. Yeah, don't do that. Drive down and then, the road. Take a drink of whatever you got for RJ. All right. Uh, well, that's a good segue because you brought up m- Memorial. Let's go ahead and talk about the uh, the thing we're doing June 12th. It's the uh, Fred Grass Memorial Gaming Fest. And 
a lot of the guys here don't really i i met fred a long time ago i wouldn't say i was real close with him but i will say the the first thing that when i met fred he didn't know me like i had met him at a comic store years ago he didn't know who i was and uh a lot of the guys were going over to his house to to do some role-playing games it was uh dungeons and dragons and they were playing like this werewolf game and um uh, i mean this guy didn't even know me and the first thing he did was invite me to his house you know to hang out and and game with him you know and i just thought that was he was just a good guy you know and well that's true gamer spirit so, right there man yeah, you always want I mean, more people to come play well yeah that's true i mean he was just a good guy and they're doing a memorial for him uh on saturday june the 12th uh, i'm just gonna have to tell you to try to find the facebook page because look up the event page if you need directions yeah well, the, it's well, the in place South is called Kilo. or you can look up the hall of rogues and rebels and i'm sure you could find yeah, it if you on google, google it i'm pretty because it's saltillo and there's not not but, a whole lot of other things i mean there. what you can look forward to there is there's going to be a big magic the gathering tournament that starts at, I believe he said three o'clock. You may be check. Yeah, check everything else out. No, no, no. It does start at, at twelve or one. He said half the group would probably be gone by three. As well, you far know, as I, the magic I keep meaning to ask every time we're talking about this: Is there going to be food there, or are we just going to do? There's, there's food. Actually, there's going to be food. There's, I think there's going to be vendors there, and there's going to be food okay. besides the vendors, like a food I believe. Truck or? And I'm not really sure exactly what all he's got as far as food goes. And and this and a lot of these are still he's still working on some still things, pending stuff, you know. So, but there's going to be a big Magic the Gathering tournament. I know there's door prizes that's going to be given away. I know there's there's uh, prizes for the winner of the Magic the Gathering tournament. And then sometime during the day, and I haven't decided exactly on a time. It'll it'll be after three. I know that, and I'm gonna run like a, D and, a Dungeons and Dragons arena style battle. And dude, it's just everybody I against up everybody. Before I found out about the prizes, but tell them about those prizes. The prizes got. were awesome. He's he's come up there. It's it's a set of metal dice, and they're all real beautiful. I looked at it, and the dice tray, man. I was so jealous when I saw that the rolling dice tray. It's like leather, and it's it's bound up. It's a little circle. It's so nice. And oh, then a wow. dice bag. And the dice bags, by the way, it looked like what, what he sent me was like, it's a dice bag, but you can separate your dice into little bags inside of it. There's it's, pictures of all this on, on the um, that we shared. Oh, yeah, on that, on on that, that group. Page. And then the bit page. All of this is on there. So any you know any questions, you can go on there. And it is free admission. We do need to remember yeah, to I say that. Yeah, I was surprised that. when I, I pulled the event thing up today to get the the info and i was like wow it's very seldom you go to something that's gonna have all that and free admission and well are they taking donations for his family or is this just strictly I'm not really a memorial sure. it's just it, for the most part it's going to be a memorial now there is things that they're going to charge for extras like little things i of course i'm not charging for the D, &D tournament and i do i had some plaques made for the magic the gathering tournament and the D, &D tournament like you'll have a plaque That'll say Fred Grass Memorial, Magic the Gathering winner, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Arena winner. I actually had a couple of plaques. Made I am taking myself. home one of them plaques. So I just want uh, you to know that that more. would look very good <laughs> next to my seventh place pool shooting tournament trophy. <laughs> seventh or seventeenth. And then, uh, like I said, the, the well, there was prizes. Only six of us playing. <laughs> the prizes are awesome. I mean, just awesome. And it, like I said, he's going to have door prizes. I think there's even stuff for everybody. Like, I think he's giving away, like, small things like stickers. I want uh, a participation badge. 
Like I've got to get a participation award. I mean, I think there's stuff that he's giving away to everybody, and we're going to try to set up and do a podcast from the place too. We're going to be there in an official so, capacity. Yeah, yes. we will have where the mobile gonna, unit there. The banner. Oh wait, I need to order that. Yeah. I do have so, stickers. But well, when you get on t-shirts too, which we'll talk about that. We'll talk about here that in a minute because yeah. we do have some announcements on that. That. We have a lot of but, announcements. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's pretty much, like I said, to get all of it, you'll need to go to the event page or, or maybe even the group page. We don't mind adding people to the group, too. But uh, it's Fred Grass Memorial Gaming Fest, and I'm sure you could find the events page or the group page by typing those in. Well, like you said, it's Saturday, and, June 12th. Doors open at 12 p.m. It is and, at the Hall of Rogues and Rebels in Saltillo, Mississippi. And it is free admission. So, yeah. I mean, you don't have yeah. nothing to lose. So. You know, I just realized I didn't do this on purpose, but all the announcements are in chronological order. Well, look that's at you. Because that's perfect. So. Uh, look at you. Look at me. The next up, we have TupeloCon, July 24th and 25th. I'm so ready for this. They've already too. announced there's a lot of returning uh, vendors and uh, the, like the Tupelo Game Day people in the Haunted uh, Castle. Yeah, Haunted Castle. That's uh, uh, they set up Marnie Harris and yeah. his kids. But the some of the guests they've announced so far is uh, Michael Rooker. <laughs> be that's nice big get, time, man. Be nice that's big time. Him. That'd be awesome, you know. And uh, everybody that knows anything about wrestling knows uh, Billy Gunn. He's gonna a pro wrestler that's gonna Mr. be ass. And well, I'm hoping still, a bunch of our friends return. You know, like John Anderson. Gonna, and, oh, I'm sure. Well. I'm sh- I don't know about him, but I'm sure that uh, Big Johnny Blender and Johnny Blender will be there. The, the usual. I mean, we're gonna them. we're gonna try the usual offenders <laughs> like us. It, we can't we can't make any promises, but we're I've gonna try. I talked to Jamie. To get some He's interviews. gonna come back on the show in a couple of weeks and talk about TupelaCon. I'm sure there's gonna be a, uh, some ticket giveaways, some new announcements. Yeah, well, yeah, guests. they're still announcing guests and stuff. So there's yeah, a lot I went to their website there. the other day and there wasn't anything on it. And then you sent me a message saying Michael Rooker was gonna be there. See, it's so like so I checked it and uh, dude, literally 24 hours the page had changed. They've already got gave so. you a reason to go, like. And they've still yet to announce most of the stuff that's going to be. Having, and you've already got an awesome go reason to go. Just by having it. <laughs> well, that's true, too. But, I mean, Michael Rooker and Billy Gunn, like, that's a reason for you to go right there. And you know? people probably, I don't, I don't know if they recognize the name Michael Rooker. But they recognize him if they see his face. Well, that's oh, yeah. If you know Walking, Walking Dead, Dead, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, the list goes on and on. He's one of those guys new, uh, that in every movie. He's going to be in the new Suicide Squad. Yep. Oh, yeah, movie. he is. Uh, I think he played Elvis in a movie, this if is, I'm not this mistaken. Is jumping I think ahead, I've seen him play Elvis But I have it in, in my notes. Guess who else is going to be in the new Suicide Squad movie? Who is that? Elvis. Former Time Lord Peter Capaldi. Oh, nice. Ooh. He's playing the thinker from Flash. You know what? I did know that. I remember seeing that on uh, uh, Den of Geek. Yep, that's where I found it this morning when I was yeah. looking through. I had forgotten about it, though. I'm glad you brought that up. Moving on to TupeloCon, July... I mean, sh- I just said that. Uh, moving on to Cruising Amory, July 31st. Um, it's going to be... I think this is going to be the biggest one yet because... Man, that thing has grown and grown. It's got as so big quick. as the railroad festival So quick, almost. man. And, almost, yeah. And the, the, the last one they did, they couldn't have the entertainment. And in, evidently, from unless somebody higher up the chain than I says otherwise. We're planning to have the entertainment. Uh, the well, Kill, Killjoy is going to be there. Yeah, the Killjoy was going to be there. Mm-hmm. 
And while I'm on the Kill J, and I've already rang the shameless promotion bell, we have dates. Oh, we so have gig dates for the first time in a long time. Long like dates we played what one show last dates. year. Yeah, um, I, when he said dates, I got excited too. I thought he meant like dates with chicks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah. And then he, he like throwed me off, and he was like, yeah. gigs. I was like, oh, oh man. August the twenty seventh, <laughs> we're going to be at uh, Muddy Waters in Columbus, Columbus, Mississippi, with Seeking Seven. And the next night, on the August twenty eighth, we're going to be at Egan's, uh, downtown Tuscaloosa, Alabama, over in uh, your. You guys are Alabama fans, right? Yeah, roll, roll tide, tide, roll tide country. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's in we've played we've played Egan's before. Uh, we've sort of played Muddy Waters. We played there years ago when it was a place called the Loft. Uh, okay, I, now, but now they've the built loft. this huge outdoor yeah. stage thing, and they do the bands outside. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Wasn't I, the Loft where we got told uh, we'd never play there again? That's happened to so many places. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, well, but, I mean, I just remember from it being the Loft. The thing is, no, it's you're like thinking about. Uh, Oh, what was it called? Because they shut down not long after that, and I was like, "Huh, Karma." Yeah, I forget the name. It was, it was in, in Columbus, Columbus, but it's it hadn't been opened in years. But you know, Muddy Waters, like just remembering it from the loft. It's, the thing is, it's like it's such a nice place. Mm-hmm. Like you could go outside. There's a, that gazebo out there. Yeah, and you could just chill out. It's, and such it's right a there nice on the river. Place. Yeah, right there on the river. It's like it's right. I think it's actually like walking distance from Riverwalk. Which I take, that's where I go to exercise sometimes. Uh, It's a little premature to talk about the Railroad Festival for next year, but you'd be surprised how early things start having to be planned for that. Well, you know, it's it's not even, uh, we're not even halfway through 2021 quite yet. But, and I'm assuming it'll be April 2022 because all the other Railroad Festivals have been around the second week of April. But I talked to Butch Palmer at the Crawfish Festival and a few other people, and they're like, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's a go. I'm sure there will be some guidelines. Um, I don't know this for sure, but they had alcohol at the Crawfish Festival. Kind of feel like it'll be the first rail festival that, that has beer because Amory's wet now. Yeah, legally have beer. Legally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's been beer there before, but, you know, not being sold there. I don't know that, but I'm... I, I, would, assume I, I would assume so. That, yeah, they will have a beer garden. And I kind of felt like... The Crawfish Festival was kind of testing the waters. To That's see what I was going to go. Yeah, and it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. Which uh, you know, if they would allow us, people that to didn't want to drink didn't drink. The people that didn't want to drink went and got a beer. And if they would fun. allow us to have a beer garden right by Second Stage, Dude, I would you pull know a Budweiser awesome. truck right up to Second Stage, right next to it, and just whoosh, just start Let fire hosing people with beer. That would like be on, awesome. Uh, Stone Cold did. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember what pay per view that was. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And last thing about Kill J is uh, as we speak right now at this very moment, because I've been getting video clips sent to me, they're at Rob's house tracking drums for our next album. The official drums, not scratch drums, not... Say our next album. We ain't finished this album. Well, this album. <laughs> this will be it's the, the next, next album. album for them. <laughs> it'll, it'll be the album we should have released... Last year? Almost a year ago. Yeah. We, we can always we, blame everything been, on COVID now, though. Well, you know, with writing and, and doing an album, COVID should have lent itself to... We should have put three albums out during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know... Which we, we, we also should have put more podcasts out during it's COVID. It's nice to have... <laughs> True. It's nice to have movement in that area now. Yeah, that is, dude, I feel that's like awesome. the world's trying to get back to normal. Like, it's still got a long way to go. Yeah, but it's trying to ease yeah, but, its way back into normalcy. Yeah. 
And I feel like, I, and we always, you know, we talked about this, I think, one other podcast, but I think one of the things we all, we worried about was, is it going to make people being stuck in ho- at home, is it going to make those people get lazy and decide they're okay being at home, or is it going to, is you, it going to fire them up? You know, to, to an extent, like, I think it did. I, well, I think I, people I, got so content just staying at you home. You can only sit at the house so much before you're like, oh, I got to go. But somewhere. I think also, I think That's people me. are antsy to get out. But you also like got a lot of people are antsy okay, to do things. So. You've got everything you need or want right there in front of you on your computer. All your streaming services, everything. I mean, you can have food yeah. ordered and brought to you. You really don't have to leave your recliner or couch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to own a car, even in yeah. even now. Like, I wouldn't have believed that in Mississippi, you know, out in the backwoods, there would never be a like a time where I didn't have to have a car, you know. But you, but really you could don't. actually live right now and not have a car. You could actually, if you had the right job, you could work and live and never need a car. And never have to leave your house. I mean, I never have to leave your house. You really don't need I mean, a cell phone plan on your cell phone anymore. So, no, well, as long as you've got, got internet, everywhere yeah. you're going, except for if you're. But I'm hoping I'm hoping this was a good battery recharge for the world, man. I really like, hope I'm so. I'm hoping that when things start kicking off, like these things that we've been talking about, these Memorial Gaming, this uh, Tupelo Con, the concerts, Railroad Festival, I'm hoping like all this shit just blows up, and we have people like ready to get out, you know, yeah. ready to enjoy life. They figured out, hey. I'm stuck in this house. Let me go enjoy life while I can. Because now you've also got that scare of, will we ever go back to that? Let me enjoy life while I can, just in case we have to go back to that for oh, some yeah. reason. You yeah, know? Exactly. And it's like, I was telling somebody, you know, with like we, I don't want to keep, but like with the death of RJ, I told somebody last week, it's like, man, it lets you know real quick, life is short. You know, he if I'm going to, I want to enjoy six? stuff. You know, it's like. Was he 36? We're here. 37. He was fixing to turn 38. You know, we might as well enjoy it. You know, enjoy your time on earth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so. I don't normally do birthday shout outs. Not that I am against it, but we're pre recorded. So we'll always be late from when your birthday was. But it just so happens that my son, Austin, my girlfriend, Alicia, and all of our good friend, uh, Joe Casada, all have birthdays on the same day. Which, as we record this, was yesterday on the 15th. Yeah. So I wanted to give them a birthday shout out. And that's a good segue to, I don't plug our voicemail line enough. If you do want us to give you a birthday shout-out, we're going to be at least a couple of days late giving it to you because, again, we're pre-recorded and we do editing and all that good stuff. But call us at 662-767-4487. Tell us your name, your birthday. We'll give you a shout-out. And stuff. And stuff. Actually, that's for anything, though. (laughs) We had a meeting. That number's for anything. We had a meeting. It's kind of weird saying that. Well, I mean, we were almost like professionals there for like, you know, a half not, a second. Not, not too bad, though. We didn't. I mean, I know you called ahead and said, Mark, I need you to wear a suit. I want you to bring a briefcase to the but meeting. But I didn't mean your birthday suit. I don't care. Next I don't time care I'll be in a briefcase, more specific. it could be bubble gum and baseball cards. <laughs> he told me to bring the briefs. So I brought extra underwear thinking that's what he no, meant. No, you walked in just wearing briefs and that was it. Uh, I was in my birthday yeah. suit yeah. holding a briefcase full of lollipops. It was really awkward. It was real awkward. <laughs> next time, I'm, I'm we've got to have a meeting about having a meeting before we do the next meeting. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, to discuss uh, uh, our proper meeting, proper meeting etiquette. Proper <laughs> meeting attire and etiquette. But it went, uh, i got to admit, like when it comes to meetings in the past, like way in the past, matter of fact, the, the Kill J lineup we have now wouldn't even – remember a kill j meeting because it was 
so well, many. Me and you were the only ones. So many lines. <laughs> but we had some Kill J meetings decades ago that and it never went. I'm gonna say never, but just never went so well. Meeting, so I, yeah, we just quit having band meetings altogether. Now, now we approach like ideas that are brought up for the band is more like a discussion. Usually on our little, we got a Facebook group that we talk back and forth with each other, and we'll throw out an idea, we'll expound upon it, and you know, kind of just hash it out instead of having a formal sit down. So my history with meetings is not always that great. So when you initially said you want to have a meeting, I was kind of hesitant. a little bit hesitant. I was too, but it was. It was very productive. So much, in fact, we're thinking about re- having a monthly top podcast meeting and record it and put it on our Patreon. Yeah. Well, our discussion last night... It'd be a very behind the scenes kind of did thing. ...did almost turn into a podcast itself. I mean, just spitballing some ideas we had. Yeah, we thought about maybe doing, if, if not for the Patreon... Like maybe doing a couple of them and, and posting them on YouTube. Yeah, like especially big ones. And we even talked about uh, like maybe if, if as long as we're allowed, you know, we you know filming some stuff at Tupelo Con, or at, at maybe this Memorial Gaming thing, filming some stuff, putting that on YouTube. So, I mean, it never hurts to do it and just you know. see how it comes up. Yeah, and they make they make phone cameras now. My of course my phone sucks, but. They make phone cameras now that are amazing. Well, like, I know one that, of you guys have got to have a better camera than me. Not I mean, only that, can, I mean, we've got all this ghost hunting equipment. And you have a... Uh, uh, and I've got all these cameras. A GoPro, right? And yeah. A few other and cameras, we, never, so. we use it like once a year. And I'm like, well, you know what? Let's, let's start actually using this stuff. I mean, we could go around. like it's, it's cool for you guys to listen to us talk about, like while we're at the con, talk about cosplay or people we saw but it would be so much better for if us you could see what if we, we could throw it on about. youtube or maybe like some other thing that we can put into patreon or put youtube into patreon whatever um like links and stuff but it would be so much cooler like you hear us talking about oh this this girl dressed like venom she was so awesome or hey, so then when we have yeah that one that's that's why awesome. that one popped in my <laughs> i will say that one popped in my you head can film, pretty, pretty you can quick, film anything but, you want at tupelo and, uh, i don't know about this memorial thing we may have to like well, I can talk to the guy because it's kind of like there's only two of us that's kind of running the show for the most part. So, yeah, yeah. And if they don't want to be recorded, we'll just kick them out. We'll be like, hey, yeah. buddy, I know Clint. We need content more than we need you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, still listen to us. <laughs> that kind of sums it up for our announcements per se. And this is going to be a big episode because we're already at close to 30 minutes and we're just getting to the news. Uh, well, I guess the meeting was. Well, the announcements were fun tonight, too. Yes. So, like, absolutely. We can um, talk about the announcements as we're going. Which we could definitely talk more announcements about the meeting. But I, you know, I want to keep a lot of stuff secret. Yeah, we, so we can we surprise can't, them with yeah. it. Surprise. We can't, uh, we can't put, tell you guys everything. Well, and too, know. a lot of the ideas we talk about, we never actually do. So It's just true. It's not really a spoiler. If it <laughs> happens. But if we talk about it on here, then it, it kind of like kicks us in the rear to actually having to do it. Yeah, it, it's some accountability. One thing in the news that really caught my eye because I was a huge fan of the show Metalocalypse on Adult Swim. They're making a Metalocalypse movie. Dude, I've been waiting for this forever. They only did, what, four seasons or three? I think it was four. I'll have to go. Like, it, this was in the 90s when it started, so or close to I it. I know. Mark just kept messaging no, me. it was in the late two, when, uh, the 2000s. Metalocalypse. I know Mark kept messaging me talking about uh, 
recording one of our CDs on water. Oh, I never see that shot. I seen that, dude. That was Sorry good. Sorry to interrupt, but that, I never make it. Like, I'm a te- I'd be a terrible basketball player, but I just threw my empty beer can from across the room and swished into and the Dead good. center. That's a good 20 feet. Oh, that's, easy. Like, that's an easy 20 feet. Well, this is a 30 feet, by so. 30 room. And, and we're almost at one end of it, and the garbage is almost yeah. at the other. So, yeah. So, that was worth mentioning. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, but Mark used to tell me, like, when the Locklips was out, Mark would always tell me he wanted to record the next CD on water. I never <laughs> did understand, you know. But Fans of the show would get that right. Yeah, that's that's a, a kind of... But Metalocalypse, that's awesome. Um, What was the other thing? Dude, I never watched Clone Wars, the animated Star Wars stuff. I never watched Rebels at all. I watched I, a little bit of both, but it was really dude, hard for me to get this into. this new show, The Bad Batch, it is awesome. I've only watched one episode. What is it on? Is it Disney, Hulu? Disney Plus. Disney Plus, okay. And it's that style of animation, but it is, like, really good. It's about a, a group of stormtrooper, but they're a special battalion. And I don't want to give too much away, but uh, they're A caught, lot of it's in... Just to give you the timeline this is based in, they're caught in the middle of when Order 66 is, is yeah. executed. Well, Clone Wars, Clone Clone Wars, Wars. ended... For the most part, Clone Wars ended right at Order 66. For the most part, that's where Clone Wars ended. And uh, Clone Wars was, it wasn't a, the thing about it was, is like, let's say they had 20 episodes per season. Well, their episodes would go, their stories would go, a story arc would go in like three or four episodes. Man, if they dragged them out too much. So you would have three or four episodes. Well, some of the storylines were awesome. Yeah. So you'd have like three or four really good episodes. And then, you know, Disney came back and did that last season because, you know, they went back and did that last season on their uh, own because they wanted to show more of Ahsoka and uh, that story. And that last season of Clone Wars was awesome. So I'm looking for big things out of, out of Bad Batch. And well, plus, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get stuff from Bad Batch probably in Mandalorian or... Either Mandalorian or uh, Boba Fett, one of the two. So I'm sure some of that's going to carry over because, I mean, we got Ahsoka from, uh, you know, in the Mandalorian. Well, I'm probably fixing to learn, lose my so, nerd card here, but what is Order 66? That's when it's they the ordered order all us. the clone troopers to turn on the Jedi and kill it's them. Okay. Execute and that's why Order they, 66. They killed pretty much every Jedi except... You know, Yoda went in hiding on. Yeah, uh, there was a few. There was a few that kind of escaped that Obi-Wan they don't let you know in the movies, but in the desert of Tatooine. Tatooine. But technically, Tatooine Obi-Wan and Yoda, Yoda were your final two by the time Episode Four, or, or yeah, Episode uh, Four came around. And you won't really lose your nerd card because that was in the prequels. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and a lot of people hate the prequels, so you can still. I didn't mind the prequels. I will say, out of the prequels. Episode three was the best of the prequels. I thought. I mean, Other, I thought I mean, Jar Jar, Jar was the best thing about the prequels. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jar, kidding. Y'all. Listen I'm kidding. to the sound of people stopping the podcast yeah. across the globe. I'm kidding, folks. No, but I, I mean they regard like I know a lot of people like Darth Maul, and they they knew that they killed off that character too quick, so they. You know, of course, they've, Tried to retcon. they've brought him back and, and a few times, quite a few times. And I feel like he'll probably end up 
being your one of your main bad guys in uh, you think he'll be in the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, I'm sure. Oh, that'd will. be cool. That would I'm, be I'm cool. sure it's coming because they tried to. And it, uh, this movie's been out long enough. I don't have to call a spoiler. You know, they tried to make him the big tease, uh, you know, shocker moment for Solo, but yeah, for some reason yeah. that movie didn't go over well. So I don't think they're going to follow up with it there. But he's too important of a character to never revisit again at all. So yeah, it'd be cool as hell if he. Showed we've up had episodes where we ranked our Star Wars in but order. How, he would be old and in the Mandalorian, wouldn't he? Well, I mean, he's yeah, but he's an alien, so we yeah, don't really you don't know. Really know his alien process. Yeah. Plus, he's he's um, you know, he he has synthetic parts and everything. So that's true. He's not like quite half as much cyborg. As, yeah, not as much Spotty as Spidey legs, but. Speaking of, I sent Mark that Vader that this message. It was a little marshmallow. Oh my God! And a little hilarious. burning. You y'all got to look that up. Anybody that's listening, <laughs> the Star Wars marshmallows, Anakin and Obi Wan fight with like marshmallows. I knew it was gonna it happen. Was so funny, but it's still funny. And anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on the Bad Batch, other than just to promote it and say, hey, go watch it. It's it's awesome. And the thing that did, sealed the deal for me, I was already curious about it because I'd heard a lot of good stuff. But there's a podcast I listen to, uh, Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith. Yeah. The guy that uh, he's a part of the show said he likes it better than The Mandalorian. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I haven't gave it a shot yet. Like, I'll, I've I'll, got I'll definitely try it out. I'm, I've been watching Titans, the old, you know, the Teen Titans it's kind of spinoff show. I've been watching it and just started the second. So uh, I feel like I'll be done with it by, in the next couple of days. Well, and that'll be my next thing is... I've really been it's enjoying Castlevania, too. Dude, I love that show. Is, now, is it based on the game? Loosely, Very I Very loosely. I, I mean, it's, it's actually based on a, a, I don't remember if it was a comic book forever. or a old book. Well, dude, the games came out on floppy disks back in the day. That That's is how true. Long it's, it's serious. That's true. Like, but I played I, that shit in the 80s. <laughs> it's actually just the story of Dracula and his son is what Castlevania is about. It's about Dracula and Alcard, so it's a different take on the mythos. The oh, movie. very different, and I love it. And I love it. It's it like, is great. He's got this massive castle that's almost sort of like a spaceship because it can relocate, it can move, it can. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Well, since I'm y'all are, are are promoting stuff, I've got to promote the Jupiter Legacy. I've watched one episode. I didn't want to watch I li- that. I like oh it. my god, that show is. And what's awesome. it on? Uh, Netflix. You know? Netflix. Okay. That kind of seals the deal because there's about... Because Netflix I had got off of for a while because they just didn't have any content that I wanted. Well, lately they've come out with a few new shows. Uh, there's a movie I wanted to watch. Uh, there's a bunch. The Woman in the Window. I've been oh, wanting to yeah. watch that. on, And it's on there. And there's a, a couple of other shows that I've had people recommend. But if, so if, that if kinda you don't know it, what it, it is, back. think about The Boys. If y'all watch The Boys... And just, it's the complete opposite of the boys. It's superheroes to an extent, but it's more about their kids. Well, the show's written by Robert Kirkman, so that I've Oh, wow. Well, it's okay. all, it's a Miller, Miller Universe. Uh, Frank Miller? I don't think it was Frank. Frank Miller does, uh, is the one that does... Uh, he worked a lot with Quentin Tarantino. He, yeah. He did Sin City. That was Frank yeah, Miller. Yeah, I don't and he think did, uh, it's Frank Miller. The best Daredevil storylines that went throughout comic series was, was just about Frank Miller's Daredevil. and But Sin City itself. It, it, the comic is more art 
with yeah. Sin City. Oh, it's yeah. so good. So if it is Frank Miller, then it, that's, you know. Well, I know Kirkman wrote it because he, they've interviewed him on that show, Fat Man Beyond, twice. I'll have to check it out, man. That, that's a good excuse for me to get Netflix in the next yeah, it, it's an, you know, it's a few great days show. or months or so. I'm really looking forward so. to that um, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead that's coming to Netflix. It's got Batista's like the lead role. Yes, I saw that. And I saw today when I was scrolling through the news that the, in that show they're going to have a, a zombie king. So, like, I'm assuming oh, wow. Batista's going to face off against some kind of zombie king. That ought to be interesting. I, they're going to – it depends on how they pull it off because they're going to have to work hard to pull it it's, off. It's getting positive audience reviews for, from, like, test audiences. It's, like, it's not out yet, but – I think it's one of those – The like, feedback I've read is really positive about I think it. it's going to be one of those shows where it's – you don't have to do it. Like, you can just sit down and enjoy it. Like, you don't have to sit and analyze everything yeah. as much. It's just one of those action – in your face action move action shows you know i think that's going to be the good part about it is you just sit down and relax for a minute and watch it you know also action. also read today and i'd heard this before and forgot robert england is going to be in stranger things season four i saw oh that. that's gonna be i awesome. don't know that. what he's going to be hopefully a villain hopefully freddie <laughs> how awesome would that be if they if stranger things just together. come out and freddie was like it it would fit. So what, back, upside down I mean, is actually the the dream world that Freddie lives in. That's it. That is that is. <laughs> It'd be that easy to tie him in. Yeah. That easy. God, that'd be awesome. Because the next one's it's supposed to be the nineties. Is that right? Timeline, is early nineties. I don't know. I don't know anything about season four. I don't even know when they're. I think I think what I read was like. I know a lot of it's going to be in Russia. I think a lot of it's going to be in Russia. Yeah. As far as the show goes. Well, the main part like of the Cold War it. was in the 80s. So. Yeah. Late 80s, early 90s, all of the 80s, half the 90s. Yeah. Um, I've already announced Peter Capaldi in Suicide Squad. Um, I, I've heard a while back, I read somewhere that the original, and when I say original, I'm referring to the 1990. Batman movie with Michael Keaton, or was it eighty nine, ninety, whatever? The 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 location that they the house that they filmed for Wayne Manor. Yeah, that same house, the same mansion. They saw they spotted a bunch of Warner Brothers trucks there. Recently, wow. And then they probably don't notice this, but oh, they're gonna notice. <laughs> well, I'm pretty good at editing. I'm just saying our. Yeah, you are. Our pre-sonus, which is the interface we record with, just freaked out, and we had to reboot the whole system. Luckily, we saved the files. So we've been gone for like 20 minutes, and you guys didn't even know it. Um, but anyway, to sum up what I was saying, we looked up the pictures on Twitter of the old Wayne Manor house. The Warner Brother trucks were out there, and there were some set photos that somebody, I guess, snuck in and took pictures. But they're doing, like, movie stuff out there. And that's the only way you can explain it. It's yeah, it looks like they're stuff. dressing it up to to do movie stuff to it. And dude, I never realized how big that place was. Shoot you. Yes, but you looking know. in those Twitter pictures. It really looks like Wayne Manor or what and, Wayne Manor would look like. And the Warner Brother van being parked beside it. It's and they like got the cranes a out miniature. there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And speaking of looking forward to stuff, Uh-oh. I've got a personal announcement to make that's going to affect the podcast. Are you I like, quitting? I like how... <laughs> hey, don't like act so excited. <laughs> that might be the possibility. 
Um, I've already told you all about it, but thank you for acting surprised. <laughs> this weekend, um, Anthony and I, and of course Alicia and Laura, are going down to Panama City for a few days. And on the way back, we're stopping off in Baymanette, Alabama, at Byron's Lake, where they filmed Friday the 13th Part 7. I think that's Woo! Burns Lake. It's Burns, Byron's. It's spelled B Y R N E S. Yeah. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Because I I know I'm a huge Jason nerd, and it's, that's fine. You can call me a nerd. But I've, I've watched a lot of film location YouTube videos that people go out. And some of them are really good where they'll go out to a place where one of the movies is filmed and like do side by side comparisons. Some of them is almost too in depth, though. Yeah, they'll be like, look at this tree right here, and then they'll show a screenshot in the movie, be like, that's the same tree you can tell by this. Yeah, like, we went on a on a trail for Walking Dead, and, like, we went to what they call the Pudding House. The and Pudding it, House? It, it, it's where, I mean, they called it the Pudding House, and it was where, like, uh, Carl sat on the Carl roof, sitting and on the pudding. roof eating pudding. Like, that was the only wow. shot, only shot for the, you know, it was shot right there in that house. Like, we call that the Pudding House. And I was like, wow. Like... I mean, it's cool still, but... Well, the upside for me going to this location is I'm going to get a lot of podcast material from it. The only downside is... Well, another upside is that it's it's a basically a public boat dock. Yeah, yeah. and to me, Seven is, is one of the most underrated. So I don't have to get, like, 13. special permission or... Now, of course, the downside is there may be people out there loading their boats and fishing, and you have to, like, you know... Worry about sound. What if they are, you run on the end of the dock and say, Watch out for Jason! Yeah. <laughs> you got people motorboating. <laughs> People are going to be motorboating everywhere at the Jason location. Uh, the, but the only thing is that's about this location, it's convenient because I'm going through there anyway. But the only problem is they, they built two houses there. They call them cabins, but they they were actually just houses. With the movie, they were just they were they, houses. They looked like just houses. They built those just for the movie. They were prop houses. And then at the end of the movie, if you remember, they blew one of them up for real, like no CGI back then. If you want a house blown up, you, you blew that, that sucker up. up. And then the other <laughs> house, they moved somewhere else. And I don't know what they did with it, if somebody's living in it or what. But, um, but the, the, it's, And it's not the original dock, but it's the dock that they rebuilt in the same place. And you've got Camp Crystal Lake, which is uh, will be Lake whatever, Byron. Byron. was actually Crystal Lake in the movie. And it's really, if you look at it, it's crazy that they shot a whole movie in this one small space. Because in the movie, it you just it seems like they're at Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. You know? It's a whole huge camp. But it's really just this small little boat dock area. Like, imagine if they went out to the boat ramp in Smithville, roped it off, and shot a whole movie right there. Mm-hmm. But they did a lot of, you know, trick photography. Like, there was one spot where... Like, I know where they put the sign that said uh, Crystal Lake five miles. It really wasn't five miles. It was like 50 yards <laughs> from where they filmed it. Movie magic. They did a lot of scenes where, like, the the film crew would be in a boat on the water shooting towards the camp. They did a lot of crane shots from overhead. And there's trails all up through there. And if you're shooting, like, a scene in the woods where Jason's just chasing you through the woods, I mean, how would you know if it's... You know, yeah, a hundred yards. Go from left camp this time. Or, go right the next time. It looks yeah. like you're going. I mean, you're running you know. through the woods. So, yeah. but I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And people think like that's pretty nerdy for you to just want to go to the place where they shot the movie. We got to think. That's my Abbey Road. Is there Abbey Road or Abbey? We Road? know a lot of people there, used to go those, to all those um, Beetle Maniac people. They go to, they go to England where that crossing is. Where Abbey, they, yeah, Abbey Crossing, yeah. and where they took the picture for the album cover. 
and people think it's so neat, and everybody wants to get their picture the same yeah. way. To me, that's that's my Abby. Abby well, I mean, I did it with Walking Dead, and then you know, a lot of people have gone to the cabin. That was for years. Ever, a lot of people went to the cabin from uh, Evil Dead. Oh yeah, you know that was a big tourist thing. Oh, and wow. then where's that? At? Uh, I can't remember. My my it's oldest brother actually somewhere. went there. I can't remember. But I know a lot of people used to go there, and then there was a couple of farms that people used to visit where they would film uh, Dukes of Hazard, and I know that was like a big tourist thing one time. And I mean, it's, it's really no different than like going to a museum or a grave or whatever. I mean, you're still like like I said, I went to the Walking Dead town, you know, from I Woodbury and Alexandria. Kane Hodder stood. Yeah, when he died. Yeah. You know, he was the, that was his I first mean, film. Now, we couldn't get into, like, Alexandria because they were still filming, you know. But, I mean, like, it looked like Alexandria. But, now Woodbury's a real town. It was actually still open while they were filming. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's still cool to do. I mean, people do that. Matter um, of fact, there was another film location for a Friday the 13th movie. I'm thinking it was part three. I may be wrong. But they built the whole house just for the movie. And some drunk teenagers went out there one night not knowing it wasn't a real house, and built a fire in the fireplace. And it's a yeah. fake fireplace. Yeah. And they oh, burned the house it up. Uh, yeah, and the, the, they probably would have gotten away with it, but they filmed it with their phone. They um, put it, like, somewhere, and they got they got in trouble, of course, for arsonary. But anyway, uh, that you know, I was saying for Part 7, there's not much left there. The opposite is true for Part 6, which was filmed on the other side of Atlanta. And that's my favorite Jason movie. I'm definitely going to be going there sometime before Halloween for more podcast material because every building, it's still an active campground today. Like they still have, it's still yeah, functioning yeah. as a campground. So are you going to go out there and camp? Every single building is still there from the movie. The town where they shot the footage of like the sheriff's office, that's all still there. It's like, just like oh, it was cool. like 35 or whatever years ago. So... Really looking forward to that. It's, it's Friday gonna, the thirteenth. Um, I'm gonna do some I'm filming, like a video for the Patreon, and then I'm gonna do a podcast about it. Um, that'll probably will save for our Halloween stuff because that just fits better. Um, a, cu- a couple of quick facts about about the area because I again I watched a bunch of YouTube videos because I'm all excited. The reason they picked that spot is because it offered non-union filming. So basically, they could do it cheaper there. Yeah, that's why they filmed one of them in Atlanta. The that, yeah, they're doing them, a lot in Atlanta now. That the rest made of them were in filmed in, made in Georgia, New Jersey, which the first one was filmed in New Jersey too. A lot of them were filmed in California. Jason X, of course, was filmed primarily on a soundstage, and they did some of them in Vancouver. But these two, six and seven, they did down here in the South. Um, they when they did when they did part seven, they were telling the locals they were filming a movie called Birthday Bash. <laughs> To throw them off so the fans wouldn't be. And, hey, not that I could have in 86 or 7 because I'd have been too young, but if in present day they were filming a Friday the 13th movie a few hours from my house, you bet your ass I'd be down there with a drone and some night vision goggles trying to catch a peek at Jason. But, yeah, they wanted to throw the locals off, and so they said they're filming a movie called uh, Birthday Bash. And another interesting point is uh, that's also where they filmed – 2004's Frankenfish, which I haven't seen that which movie. Which I think I've seen that movie. I've heard of it. It did get horrible ratings, but it sounds like a, I don't know. You got to take it for what it is. It's like Sharknado, I think. It's like you just got to take it for what it is. Speaking of blowing up the house at the end of the movie, 
in in the movie the next day you see the uh Stockton fire department there you can yeah. see it's written written on their vehicles and stuff that's a real fire department that's they're one of the youtubers that uh did their filming location video found the Stockholm volunteer fire department building Stockton St- uh what did I say Stockholm Stockton yeah. yeah they found the actual building it's an actual legit fire department so that's pretty neat and uh during the filming of part 7 they had an alligator handler there just in case. Just in case an they, alligator shows up. You know, up. The, they did the skinny dipping scene. Yeah. And they did a lot of filming. I think Jason was in the water at one point. Well, yeah, because that's uh, when maybe caught him on fire. That guy that she... Uh, the guy, the girl's did the dad. Psychic, yeah. yeah. She did the psychic collapsing of the, the prop pier, and he went into the water. Well, it's probably a stunt man. But either way, there was a lot of people in the water, and there's a lot of alligators in the area. But because of the time of the year they filmed it, the alligators weren't active. So That's good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few little neat tidbits about that location that I've, I've gathered from yeah, watching I'm proud YouTube of you, man. Yeah, you should do a bit of research on that one. I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be cool, but I I'm going to be more excited about the... With. I'm going to be real excited about the Part 6 thing. I'm going to go real deep dive on it. Because, like I said, there's just so much more there that's st- still there. Yeah. Like, 40, almost 40 years later. But anyway, uh, that's all I had on that. I'm, I'm going to be talking about it more, but I'm going to do a whole podcast on it. And I'm going to do video that's going to go to Patreon. See, video, we're doing, we're got, we, we'll get good with that. I mean, I'm probably just going to film it with my cell phone because that's all I've got. Yeah, but, but still. It'll be neat. It's well, cool. yeah, because I won't have the GoPro in by the time you leave, so. So, well, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and. Discuss some other stuff. Discuss some other stuff, maybe. I mean, we're at 50 minutes. We could, uh. We could say bye for another 10 minutes, and that'd be an hour podcast. <laughs> bye. 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 That's what Kelly's going to say. We'll be back. That's what Kelly just said. Bye. Wow. <laughs> Not that funny. That's going to make a big difference, I think, in audio quality. Check, check. Oh, there we go. Hurt my ears. All the dogs and birds in the neighborhood just flew away. Even the dogs flew away. Dogs flew away. So I think I said we're going to take a break, and we did about a 24-hour break. 24-hour break? Kevin, yeah. I, I didn't even know y'all took a break. Yeah, Clint's gone now. <laughs> Kelly's gone to work. But Anthony's here, so I s- snagged him in to do this uh, little outro for us. And uh, not to repeat what I've already said on the podcast, but I'm just, like, so super excited about this weekend. You and I and the ladies are going down to Panama City. Then we're hitting Bay Minette on the way back to yeah. check out the site of Friday the 13th Part 7. I think that's going to be neat. And what I was going to get with you about, like, surely there's a geocache out there. Oh, no, that's sure. a very missed opportunity. Right. Because um, it's a, like a public boat ramp. And oh, okay, yeah. I'm sure there's. I, I, could, I, I would be very surprised if there weren't a geocache. So that'll be fun. I've been watching so many. We, we watched Friday the 13th Part 7 last night. Pulled out my trusty Blu-ray box set that I got for Christmas. So, what's been going on with you since last we... When, uh, what last episode were you on? I don't remember. Were you on the last one before the Metallicast? I don't think you were. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Well, y'all done one when I was at... Where I, when I was in New Orleans. You want to talk about your New Orleans trip at all? Anything interesting uh, happened there? You stayed in really. a hotel, right? 
Allegedly. But he said a haunted hotel, allegedly. Did you hear any stories about the hotel? Uh, yes, and uh, it was, of course, Google had some stories, and uh, they said that, like, that the 14th floor was haunted or whatever. But Because uh, the 14th floor is the 13th floor. I actually, there's no fifth floor at the, the Hotel Monteleon. So the... So it was okay, just I'm, weird. I'm I don't know why. So which is the 12th floor, the 13th floor, I have, I don't or the know. 14th? I don't know. I don't even know how to count. Maybe it's where you want to count. I don't know. They count weird. I don't know. But there was no fifth. There was no button for five. So I don't know if there hmm. was a fifth floor, just wasn't the elevator didn't go to it. Or So just, that's how they went about eliminating the 13th? Yeah, yeah. About eliminating the fifth. But uh, it went one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen. And you can really tell by the age of the building on whether or not there's a 13th floor or not. I mean, they really do that. Oh, no, they don't. The, 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 the Monteleon, I think it was built in like 1850-something. Yeah, all those old hotels and stuff would always skip the 13th floor. I didn't. I thought that was a Hollywood thing, but come to find out it's for real. They were that superstitious. And, of course, this is New Orleans we're talking about, the home of, like, voodoo stuff. Yes. We, um... We, um... Did have a, well, I went, I went up and it, I went up to the roof just because there was a bar on the roof and there was a pool and it did stop on the 14th floor for no apparent reason whatsoever. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it only done that once. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then when we asked the guy, the bartender out the roof, he kind of said, yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, they say it's haunted, but the only thing he ever experienced was, the uh, elevator stopping on the 14th floor for no reason. So that is kind of weird, though, right? Yeah, he said Out of would, all the floors, it could have stopped it stop for on no the, reason. It stops on the 14th floor for no reason. But that might be why they say the 14th floor is haunted. Hmm. It's because uh, the elevator stops on the 14th hey, floor. Hey, maybe yeah. it didn't stop for no reason. Maybe the ghost wanted to ride maybe, to the bar because he needs some McAllen. He needs some McAllen. Uh, but yeah, I did. It's the. the the hotel is pretty cool. It is an old hotel. I did never get to go to the carousel bar. It was packed the whole time the time I was there. Uh, never got to go. Did you drink any good stuff while you were there? Scotch? No, I did not. No scotch at all? No. No good no bourbons? No good bourbons. Did you no. drink beer? I drank a Sazerac, which is a, ca- a cocktail that was invented in New Orleans. Uh, and I wanted to try one of them, so I tried one of them at the old Alchemy Bar. That was a pretty cool place I went. The old Alchemy Bar. It's old. It's been there for a long time. It was a pretty cool looking place. They have a absinthe. That's their thing. You can get the, absinthe. The real absinthe? I don't know if it's real or not. But like the stuff that's made from like wormwood and shit? Yeah, they, uh, the bottle says it on there and they pour it over the sugar cube and they light it on fire oh, yeah, and they yeah. do all that stuff. I sent y'all a video. Uh, I've heard some crazy shit about that. Uh, it tastes like a kind of like licorice got a licorice flavor to it. I've heard, like, if you get drunk off that, you can hallucinate and stuff. It's got, like, a psychoactive effect. Yes. I you can know. see that. I don't know. Different kind of li- liquors and alcohols get you a different kind of drunk. Like, right. if you've been, like, buzzed really hard off scotch, it's nothing like being buzzed off, like, beer or bourbon. No, it's not. It's something totally different. Jaegers and are getting different. getting buzzed on Jaeger is totally different. Jaeger's a different buzz, too. It's, it's, it's in this whole category. Yeah. I remember the f- first time I got drunk on Jaeger, I just... Kind of like, was sitting there like, damn, I'm drunk. And just slid down the wall. <laughs> you just slide down. That old chestnut. <laughs> you just sit there like, okay. We're, you know, 
I guess I'll have a seat. Jack and Jim and Jose, all them boys, you know, you just kind of Tequila like, is a totally different You're game. like, woohoo, until you fall over. I haven't drank tequila since college. I'll, I'll, I, like I don't even like the smell of it anymore. I had such a bad experience. Yeah. Well. And what was made it worse, not that I only drank this, but I, it was cheap tequila. I went all the way to Memphis. <laughs> Oh, some tequila one time. Uh, we had a uh, <laughs> shot. Tell me this. We had a shot glass, and it was one of those tall ones. <laughs> uh, I'm pointed, and it was the state of Mississippi. And you would fill it up about halfway with a good shot, and then you top it off with Sprite. And I don't know, you ever done a popper? You put tequila, and then you put uh, Sprite on top of it, and then you put your hand over it. You slam it on the ground, and it would it do? It will just basically just make the sprite foam up and spew, and you just shoot it. No salt, nothing. You just pow. And yeah, I've uh, never done that. We got uh, terribly intoxicated, where it got to the point where we were saying we're going to Memphis because that's how much tequila we put in the glass. It was all the way to the top of the state of Mississippi, which left only about a quarter of an inch for sprite. <laughs> okay, so was this a shot glass that had the state of Mississippi printed on it, or was it shaped like Mississippi? It was sh- it printed on it. Okay. So when we just filled it all the way up. Because that'd be pretty dope-ass shot glass. <laughs> it, would it wouldn't be, cool. be very... But, uh, I forgot it like, all wouldn't of, stand up good. I forgot all about that story. <laughs> Until we started... I, I don't know if anybody that doesn't have a tequila story. Uh, them poppers. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, if y'all decide to have a tequila night... I will be your DD, yeah. and I will just drink I lemon know, water. I, I think uh, Lars bringing some tequila to the beach. So there you go. Well, she's gonna make them the margaritas. So yeah, no matter how much y'all anybody tries to peer pressure me, I, I'm staying away from. Tequila. I mean, I'll I'll try like, drinking stuff. Kara was telling me the other day. She said, if you do this when you take a shot of something, you won't make a face, no matter how bad it tastes. I'm like, I don't know about all that. So I tested it with some gin because I had some beef eaters gin at the house, and uh, it doesn't work because <laughs> so, that's the most horrible tasting liquor ever is gin. Uh, I agree with that. Gin. This is the way I describe gin to people: go out and find some fresh pine needles from and a pine tree up. and just shove them in your mouth. Then go get some uh, pine salt. Yeah, just drink and, it. And pour it in your mouth. Don't swallow it yet because you need like a tiny little splash of some disgustingly cheap, like maybe aristocrat vodka, <laughs> just to say there's alcohol in it. Then but, splash that in there and then take a sip of it. Well, uh, so then chew it up and swallow it's weird. it. Uh, we was talking with uh, Kim Coleman, and uh, Laura was telling me how she loved Bloody Marys. And he said, if you had tried a Bloody Mary, but instead of vodka, use gin. He said, it's amazing. And uh, Laura, Laura can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tequila and gin. I think that's unless you really want to split hairs and get down to like the Mad Dog Twenty Twenty stuff. But Ooh. types of alcohol I will not drink is tequila and gin. Uh, but I do like a martini. But I like mine wet and you dirty. Like, and a and a vodka martini. I like a vodka martini. I like it dirty. I like it with a lot of olive juice and a lot of olive. I just like olives with some vodka poured over it. Okay, let's be honest. You can okay. look at the vermouth and get enough of it. What president said that? I have no idea. There was some president that said, this is how you make a martini. Because to make a vodka martini, you pour vermouth 
and, and, you, the, you, and swish you swish it, it and throw it so out. So it coats the glass, right? Then you put the you know the all the ice and the, if you do the shaker, but the ingredients are vermouth, vodka, and olives and or olive juice. But the olive juice is what makes it dirty instead of neat. Is it? Or clean or whatever. It's just dirt, yeah, dirtier. But anyway, not. he said, this is how you make a martini. You get some ice and some vodka and some olives, and you look at the vermouth while you're drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are... Uh, I've never had one. i never had a martini. So You know who makes the best martini I've ever you, had? You told me uh, that... Joe Casada. Joe Casada made the best. This is twice he's come up on this yeah. show because we wished him have yeah. a birthday. You know, Austin and Alicia and Joe all had, all had the same birthday. On the same day. Which was, as we speak now, day before yesterday. I'm going to try to get this out tomorrow, which will be the 18th, at the latest 19th. But i got to get it out before we go to the beach. Are we yes. going to do a podcast on the beach again? Uh, we might as well. Might as well. Might as well. Maybe I can uh, not accidentally delete the third part this time. Oh, my Lord. Don't you do that. Uh, we're, we're, we're heading up the beach here a little bit, ain't we? We're yep. going to go to this Panama City Beach. And we're back home for about, what, three weeks? And we're back again. And we're back to uh, St. Petersburg area. Yeah. Where there's a plethora of breweries. I'm excited. And that's where we're going to do that uh, hot wing challenge. That's a hot wing challenge. And I don't even know if it's a hot wing challenge or just a, basically a $20 donation to a charity. Either way. Well, even though you donate $20 to charity, whether you finish the wings or not, in my mind, I'm telling myself that I'm doing it for the charity. You're doing it for the Like, charity. I've got to finish the I wings like, for the charity, even yeah. though they're getting the money either yeah, way. Yeah, I mean. So I've got to have that goal. Like, I've got to finish them. i got to do it for the people. Oh, yeah. You do it for the people. <laughs> for whatever looking, charity. I, I was looking for a challenge is. in Panama City Beach, but the only one I found was a hamburger challenge. Was like, uh, uh, it's just a, 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 a crazy amount of food challenge. See, I'm, I'm not good with those. No, nah, I'm not going to do one of those. I mean, as a big a guy as I am, you would think, oh, yeah. dude, let's take him to the hot dog eating contest. Yeah. I'm actually better with try to eat something that's way too hot challenge than I am something that's way too quantity challenge. And if you ever notice, I'm kind of like that guy on Man vs. Food. Did you ever watch that? Oh, yeah. He destroyed every spicy challenge he ever did. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way you can eat these wings. They're way too hot. He would eat them. But, like, if they brought out a hamburger the size of a freaking pizza pan yeah that was like a foot tall that's usually the ones he lost but dude he could put away some food they don't do it anymore though he had well to, he he, he had quit, to quit and he lost a bunch of weight big surprise yeah. and they tried to reboot it with somebody else and i don't think it yeah, just yeah. didn't work but for a while there i was really into that show because you know i'm a foodie I like shocker but uh there was a place in panama city beach i wanted to go I went there last time I was there, which was years ago. It's a, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's that German chain beer place. Hofbra Munchen. Yeah. Well, they closed down, but there's a seafood company that opened up there. And they make their, they make a beer. I, I don't know if it's somebody else makes it for them, but it's there. And it's named after their place. It's a red. So I'll get that. And it's probably, they advertise the only place in Panama City Beach that has a raw oyster bar. So I said, okay. I'm there. Did, we'll probably end up there anyway. So, Give me some fresh cut lemons, some Tabasco sauce. I'm all in. And uh, Maybe some horseradish, right? Some Dave and Buster's. We're going to go to Dave and Buster's. That's cool. We're going to play skee-ball. That's uh, freaking uh, Chuck E. Cheese for grown-ups. <laughs> yeah. Chuck E. Cheese for drunks. I've been, yeah, I've been watching, looking for places to eat and stuff. 
Um, so what are what shows and stuff have you been? Uh, we well, talked about a bunch of shows. Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, I'm finished it. Uh, Is there just one season out? Yeah, you haven't watched any of it yet. I watched the first episode. Uh, did you? Mm-hmm. You like it? Yes. It's really good. Uh, well, I was, I was just talking earlier about Castlevania. Did you say you did? I haven't watched it? Castlevania. I yet. think you should. Uh, I know you don't like a lot of animated stuff, but and once you get into it, you won't even notice that it's animated. I watched the. Um, I listened to the new Andy Weir book. The. Um, oh yeah, how was that? Project. Um, Project Hail Mary. Uh, you know how books are, depending on the mood you're in. It's kind of like which one's better, Armada or Ready Player One. Depends on what day it is. Yeah. I mean, because they're both great. So you. You, you, you said something that both intrigued my interest and made me cringe and blaspheme. That's what I. That's what I was going to get to. Oh, okay. At the time, I finished. I like it better than The Martian. Blasphemy. Uh. But I don't know if it's better than The Martian or it's just newer. But it is really, really good. It's just nice to know when you you're a fan of a a, a person that makes a thing and they knock it out of the park like that he did with the Martian just to know they still got it in them because sometimes a yeah. creator can be like a one hit wonder like they make this awesome thing whether it's a movie or a show or write a book and you're like whoa and then everything they do after that is kind of like eh but it's nice to know that there's a creator out there that you're a fan of that still got it like, yeah that's kind of like well, the, you look forward to everything the, they're doing the climb to Ready Player 2 it was a good book yeah but I didn't jump up and down about it like I did Ready Player One. It was really good, though. But it was really good. It was actually better than I expected it to be. I, did, I didn't know there was enough of a story there to take a bite me. at that apple. But, uh, but And I wouldn't go back a third time unless I, I, mean, I can imagine. I mean, it's got to you. Have got, I, I didn't go in to listen to Ready Player One thinking it was going to be Aliens. Uh, so, if you don't get that reference. You, you talking just, about Armada? No, uh, Ready Player Two. Oh. I didn't... I didn't go into it expecting an aliens. And if you don't get that reference, you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, Tim, this guy I work with, he's a super, like, huge alien nerd. I like aliens. He's got the aliens movie posters oh, all shit. in his office and stuff. And he's commissioned people to draw, like, alien movie scenes and panels for him. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. I just downloaded another Batman book that I didn't know existed, so I'm going to listen to it, and then that's probably going to be the next on my list, is that book. You said it's called Project what? Uh, Hail Mary. Uh, I keep wanting to say Project Blue Book. I keep saying Project Halo, but it's Hail Mary. And the name makes sense when you listen to the book. But it's, Without it's giving book. anything away, like what's the basic synopsis? The, the, the basis prior. of the book is, I don't know. I probably should read it from the trailer, but the what is it? What is it called in the some, the summary? The maybe? summary. Yeah. Uh, there is something going on with the sun that's Uh-oh. taking power away from the sun, and it's going to have a long-term effect on the the Earth if they don't fix it. So they have to fix it. So do they have to do a hail mary mission, a space mission? Uh, was a, a last-ditch effort to uh, figure out how to solve the problem with the sun to f- where it will the last lasting effects of uh, won't humanity can live on. We all just moved to Venus. Yeah. And then when that gets too cold, it's funny because Venus is involved. Oh. So, and uh, 
nobody's going to Venus except for that Swedish glam rock band. Europe. <laughs> We're headed to <laughs> Venus. <laughs> for no reason at all. Just because, why Just not? Just because. Because we're that hot. <laughs> we're so hot, we have to play a concert in Venus. <laughs> we're so old that we've both done it at the same time. We talked about this before. Yep. What was that other song that we were talking Ninja Survive? That is the most 80s song ever. I think the most 80s song ever we wrote while we was drunk brewing beer out here one night. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta record that. If I can remember, <laughs> I, I remember what what we were singing, but I, I don't. I don't remember. Not what exactly we were, <laughs> like like it was. We would probably have to get drunk. We'll have to do like Tenacious D and write a tribute to the song that we wrote. Yeah. But yeah, it was very eighties. All right. Well, we're fixing to cook some hot wings, and I'll cook your hot wings. Oh, and I guess we're gonna have. I don't know if I'm even gonna play Monday Night Raw. Don't play it. <laughs> We're going to turn off Monday Night Raw and listen to Steel Panther. And Europe. And Europe. We're going to head to Venus. Well, Steel Panther's like the rated R version of Europe. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. And accurate. <laughs> this is 154, right? I don't uh, have my notes. Sure. I, had, I had notes on this episode. Like, you're going to be impressed awesome. when, you, when you hear the... The main body of this episode. After we get off here and stop recording, we're going to do a shot, and then we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff that we should have recorded. What are we going to do a shot of? I have no idea. I was just saying that. I probably oh, won't. I got a little bit of Jack, and I got a bottle of Jameson. And I've got up in the cabinet, you know, I got the good stuff. We I, might, I might get in the cabinet. Get in the cabinet. That's what it's there for. What are we going to take to drink? Uh, you know, we always do. I say always. We've done it once, maybe twice, but it's a tradition I would like to keep up. We drink uh, some scotch on the beach. Monkey shoulder. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a Jesus, good baseline yeah, scotch. Beach, but I don't know. I've been wanting to get some, because, uh, uh, like a good Glenn Levitt or a good Glenn Fittich. Not nothing outrageous, like a 12 or something, because they're pretty reasonably priced. I got Belvini 12. I could bring it. That's what I'm going to drink in here in a minute. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Glenn Fittich, and uh, I ain't had those in a while. And those are good. Those are the gateway scotch drugs. Yeah. Huh. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's what we're talking about with, like, Killians. Those Is that it, though? Like, jerky, let's, uh, let's say somebody come up and say to Anthony, I heard y'all on the podcast, and y'all talk about scotch all the time. Where should I start? Because I feel like from where we started, we set the bar a little high. We set the bar a little high. Because now uh, we're snobs. We're snob. But I would tell them to drink a Glen. Any Glen. I've yeah. never had yeah, a bad Glen. Glen Livet, Glen Fittis. Work your way up to McCann. Glen Morangi. Uh, Glen Dranach, any Glen Scotch I've ever drank, it's always been good enough. If it Even with if, if it's Glen, it's good. I would go with probably a Glenmorangie. Glen Glen, I don't know how to say speak Scottish crap, but uh, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Uh, Glen, whatever. Glen Livet, Glen Fittich. Glen Fittich is better than Glen Livet to me, but Glenmorangie depends on plenty on the Scotch. Dude, that uh, Scotch you brought over here. Last week, it's a Viking stuff. What was Highland it? Park. Oh, Highland, give me a bottle of that. Highland Park 12. It's, uh, it's pretty good. But that, if I we would have... I like it better than Artbeck. But think about it is, I don't think I like about I like Artbeck better. But if he would, we would have drank that, the first scotch we ever would have drank, we wouldn't have liked it. 
Oh, it would have been too peaty? It would have been too peaty off the bat for us to like, especially like something like Le Goublin or Le Frog or the Ardbeg. That's that's a big punch right off well, the bat. Well, that's why the Ardbeg is a little more peaty where the... Where the, the Highland Park's not so... It's more smoky. Yeah. I uh, like I don't know. That Ardbeg's pretty damn good. Oh, I'm not saying I'm... <laughs> I'm just saying that's how much I like this other one. It's yeah. up there in the, uh, in the same conversation. Now, I did like the Ardbeg better than I did that $100 Le Goublin. That was oh, yeah. a 16 year old. It was amazing, but that Artebeg for the price is just as good. Yeah, we've learned how to figure out our sweet spot. Like it is just because it costs. Sometimes like it costs a lot more, and sometimes it's worth it. But sometimes for the money, you got to hang back on that 12 year old, you know, yes. instead of the 15 to 18. Uh, and the time of the year too. Like if it's really really cold outside, yes, I like a good Scotch, but I'll drink any McAllen's good. But that smoky Ardbeg or Lagoon, to me, it's like I don't know. It's like tasting drinking around, sitting around the campfire. You taste it. But uh, yeah. in the fall, I like the Macallans and the Glens better. But uh, well, it's like we've said on here many times before, and it's so true. I don't know anybody that would disagree. If you're gonna buy a Macallan ten and you've got enough money to spend that on the bottle. Do yourself a favor get and get the twelve. It's only going to be what twenty dollars more. Twenty dollars more, yeah. Definitely worth it. Now the jump from twelve to eighteen is it, is it worth it? Well, it's good, but, but is this, it one hundred and fifty more dollars? The thing we no. started out. The thing was we started out with twelve, and we went with twelve, and we drank it forever, and that was our little the the sherry cask twelve. Now there's a double oak, this double wood is different. But that sherry, we drank it forever, and when we tried the team, it was like, eh, we just drank the twelve. Well, uh, and then we started drinking some less scotch. We was drinking Monkey Shoulder a lot. We was drinking some Glens a lot. And then uh, Alicia brought over, when she first started hanging out over here, she brought a McAllentine road over here. What is it, a white box? Yeah. But she they brought, changed all the colors of the boxes. She, yeah, she brought that uh, McAllentine road over here, and we hadn't had any McAllen in a, in, while. In a while. And that McAllen was amazing. Oh, McAllen is great, no matter so what. But a, I'm just saying for the value but, um, and taste. But McAllen spend an extra twenty dollars. McAllen ten year old, if you haven't drank, yeah, it's 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 good. Yeah, it's really good. Let me ask you this uh, hypothetically: if you went over to somebody's house and it was like, "Hey, you want some scotch?" Of course, you'd be like, "Sure, I'll take some scotch." All I've got is McAllen ten and Monkey Shoulder. What are you going with? McCallan. Or does it matter what day of the week it is? Uh, I would probably get McAllen 10 just because I haven't had it, in monkey, had it in a while. Yeah, we drink Monkey Shoulder a lot. We drink Monkey Shoulder a lot, so I would go with McAllen 10. Well, I mean, and rightfully so. You can get a bottle of damn good scotch for $39. Right. Why not? I know. So, yeah. And I think if you drink them side by side, McAllen 10 is probably better than Monkey Shoulder. Man, I went to buy Alicia a, a bottle of Oceans for her birthday. And I'm not going to say the name of the liquor store because I do shop there some. And I don't want to make them mad. And I know they listen to this. I don't know that. I like to assume everybody listens to this. <laughs> but they were they were wanting like $93 for a bottle of Ocean. I think it's overrated. It's overpriced. I don't like Well, it. it's only like 80-something here in Amory. So. Why was what would you I'll get? tell you off air. Okay. I don't want to body shame them. Uh, I don't want to price shame them. I like the uh, well. To, just to me, I like I, I like the regular um, Jefferson better than the Oceans. That's just me. Uh, I have I had the regular. Yeah, 
Yeah, because like it's called Jefferson's Oceans, but it's still called I Jefferson's. Like the Je- we just call I like it. Jefferson. I like the Jefferson. Uh, Je- I like the regular better. I mean, it's good. It's, it is good. Uh, it's just it's it's weird on what you like. I mean, you can like what you like, but everybody's taste buds are different. I don't remember trying just plain Jefferson's. It's like basil. Well, Laura brought some home. From, Laura got some one time. Okay. Uh, I'd have to do a side by side comparison, but I, I know I Alicia a, really likes the ocean. I haven't so done a side by side comparison. It is good. I, I do like it now. But like, yeah, I bought that for her because that's what she likes. But if you were to ask me if I had eighty something dollars, of course I'm going to go buy. A bottle I'm buying of a bottle of scotch. Yeah. But you know, it's good whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's good bourbon. All right, we got about thirty minutes in. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, uh, not right now. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take a leap of faith and say this is episode 140, 150 something. All right, I'm not gonna take a leap. Everybody's listening to this is like, Mark, you were doing so good, <coughs> but I had like a a whole big thing of notes. <coughs> I'm coughing. Oh, and the computer's rebooted, so <coughs> this is 154. Okay, I ain't gotta look no more. Because the Metallicast was technically 153. I like how you used the Roger Lightning album cover. Yeah. You well, I had to search everywhere to find that font. Oh really? So that I could type the word Metallicast and it looked like Metallica. It was the Metallica font. But anyway, what were you about to say? I don't remember. Oh. Thanks for listening to episode one fifty four. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. I think I get Groundhog's Day syndrome. Sometimes. I get crossed up on where we're at in the timeline. Thanks for listening to episode 154 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from high top of the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for not doing that like so loud in the microphone. I had to concentrate. <laughs> if, if had felt, to focus your it, kissing energy. It felt fake now. You know how when you like, you, well, it's just weird me saying this, but you know how you, when you kiss your girlfriend, it's like, well, that wasn't real. That's what that felt like. I just gave everybody a fake ass kiss. That's when you go, well, brush your teeth and I'll give you a real one. Don't you talk about my sister like that?